0: What's up, bitches? This is Sierra.
1: And what's up, bitches? This is Morgan.
0: And this is Bitches and Murders. Murders. So, are you ready to join this goddamn mental breakdown with me? (laughs) I am so ready. I need need it. (laughs) So, today we are going to be talking about Scott Peterson and the murder of his wife lacey peterson this was a huge publicized case in like 2002 well like 2002 to 2004 um it got a ton of media attention because there was apparently nothing else better going on during that time um and that's part of what turned it into a shit show but we'll we'll get there when i get there um But I found this on Hulu because I was, like, trying to find something to watch. And then I got obsessed because it makes no goddamn sense. Um, And then I read through 3,000 pages of court transcript. And now we're here. And now we are here. (laughs) So. Scott Uh, Peterson. Uh, mm, We don't need to talk about his early life, honestly. It doesn't particularly matter. Um, Him and Lacey met in college. They, you know, had a pretty solid relationship. They got married, um, moved to Modesto. My mouse is not cooperating with me. Um, And then they got pregnant. Yay. Exciting. Everybody likes babies. Uh, So in December of 2002, Lacey is about eight months pregnant. And she... Goes missing Christmas Eve of two thousand two.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah, so the I don't I don't even know where to start with this. Okay, so the timeline that the prosecution gives is that at nine thirty a.m. Scott leaves the house, okay. um, somewhere. In that time, Lacey goes missing, Um, and then her body and the body of her baby, who they had named Connor, um, is found April of 2003, Um and the Modesto PD did the most annoying thing ever and, like, fixated on Scott Peterson, because, you know, you've got a dead pregnant wife. Has right, to like, be the of course, husband. it's the husband. There's no other other possible options that it could be right wrong (laughs) so i'm gonna try so hard not to get super frustrated because i this case has been driving me insane it makes no sense um so we have a missing pregnant lady she's found well So Connor's whole body was found, but it was just, like, her, like, upper body that was found. Um, And it was found in uh, the bay, like, kind of by, not by Modesto, it's, like, a two-hour drive. Um, But both of them are found in the bay, um, which is kind of important. We'll get back there.
1: Um, Okay. So she was found, like, what is that, like, five, six months after she went missing? Yes. Okay cool just making sure i had that right yeah
0: um yeah so they immediately kind of pinpointed the husband um like they questioned scott they went through all of his stuff and i'll go over that here in a moment um i'm just trying to give you guys like the basic details before i deep dive into this horror of mine
1: um yeah sometimes that's helpful especially with like the confusing cases or the ones with like a lot of moving parts yeah so they
0: kind of like start they pinpoint him um and then he gets arrested near the border of mexico um in april after the bodies are found um, okay and this was like a thing that the prosecution tried to use is like their big like oh he's guilty it was because they they arrested him near the border um and I will give them, it's a little bit suspicious, but, like, we'll unpack it. So, they find him near the border. He's dyed his hair. He's got, like, $10,000 in cash on him. It, All very suspicious. Us. Yeah. So, they consider that, like, fleeing behavior. So, they arrest him. They officially charge him. Um, the trial happens in 2004. And the jury finds him guilty of murdering his wife and consequently his baby and sentences him to the death sentence. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I'm emphasizing this for a reason. (laughs) Don't you worry. (laughs) It will all come together. (laughs) It'll all make sense. I am just. This makes me so mad. Okay. Okay. So now you have the basic details. So we're going to take it back to December 24th, 2002. And we're going to go through what Scott says he was doing that day. So 9.30 a.m. that morning, he kind of starts getting ready to leave. He's going to go fishing for a little bit. um, And they have plans to have like a Christmas Eve dinner with Lacey's family later that evening. Okay. So... He leaves the house at around 9.30, 10 a.m. He goes to the warehouse that his business is kind of working out of because that's where he keeps his boat. He hooks his boat up. He drives to this marina that's like two-ish hours away, if I remember correctly. Um, goes fishing for a little bit, drives back. And there's this is this is part one of me losing my mind. There is evidence that he actually did all this. They pinged his phone, hitting the phone towers, and it shows him going to his warehouse, going out to the marina, staying there, and coming back in. And he has a timestamp parking
1: ticket from the marina for 1254 p.m. I'm just going to interrupt really quick to say, I mean, it clearly sounds like he, he did that. Like, he did, went to the warehouse, and then he went to this. But, like, Mm -hmm. it's fucking Christmas. Why are you driving by yourself two hours away to go? Also, who drives, like, a four-hour drive just to not go fishing for that long? Like, I'm sorry. If I'm driving someplace that's literally, like, two hours away one direction, then I'm going to stay for at least two hours. Like, I'm not going to do that just to stay for a little while and then dip. Hold on.
0: Let me double check that drive. Because, like, I feel like I remember it being two hours, but I might be thinking of something else. Maps.
1: I mean, I believe it. Fishing guys are weird. Like, people are weird. weird. But I'm just like, damn, I would not drive that far just to not stay that long.
0: Modesto directions from. What is the name of this? Stupid bay. Uh I can't remember what it's called. It's over by San Francisco though. So we'll just go from San Francisco to Modesto. San Francisco. Okay, so in ideal traffic, it's like an hour, hour and a half.
1: Oh, okay. That's a little more reasonable.
0: Okay. Yeah. I don't know why I thought it was two hours. Anyway. um, But yeah, he says that he was there for two hours, which is, again, corroborated. Thank you. uh, By the phone records that show him coming back inland at around that time and getting back to Modesto around 4.30. Okay. So, he comes home. He, you know, kind of pops a pizza into the microwave, some leftovers, just to kind of get something in his stomach before they go to dinner which i get it like i do the same thing honestly <laughs> yeah me too um, <laughs> i was like it's literally no fault um and then he realizes that something is off uh and that something is that lacy is not home so he calls his mother-in-law and she says like Lacy's not here um and, you know, tells him, you know, maybe call around to the like to her friends, see if she stopped at one of their houses and then it was going to come over. So he calls her friends. Nobody's seen her um, at 520 ish p.m. He calls his mother-in-law again and she's like, OK, we'll call the neighbors. So he hangs up. He starts going around to the, the neighbor's. And by 6 p.m., Lacey's parents haven't heard anything back from him. So they decide to call the police and report her missing. Um, her, I can't remember if it's her dad or her stepdad. I forgot to look into what the relationship with her parents was because I was so fixated on everything else. Um, but his name's Ron. He stays at the house just in case she shows up. And Sharon, which is her mom and a friend, go search Um, the park nearby where she's known to kind of go walk the dog um so they start searching um the police call the house back ron tells them you know they went to the park and he the police tell them okay tell them to stay there we're gonna meet everybody at the park so at about 6 30 ish um the police meet them at the park they kind of talk to everybody and they decide to, you know, move this party back to the house. So everybody goes back to the house. Um, the police are, you know, questioning Scott on what he was doing, what Lacey was doing. Does he have any idea what's going on? Um, and, you know, he tells them his whole story about going fishing. So they say, okay, let's go to the warehouse then. Let's, you know, search your warehouse see if there's anything there so around 11 p.m they go to scott's warehouse they search it for about an hour nothing particularly exciting um around midnight they decide to go to the station to get an official statement um and then that's kind of where we end christmas eve of 2002 okay so on december 27th of 2002 The police decide to subpoena the records from the marina and like this is such a weird train of thought for me, but I I don't know. I don't get to ask anybody why they did this, but they sequestered the records from the marina to see exactly how many people launched a boat from December 23rd to December 27th and it's three people, including Scott. Why this matters? I don't know. But they decided well, it also this means he's not thing.
1: lying. Yeah. I mean, and like, it means he wasn't like scoping out the area or something first. Yeah. Like he kind of just came and went fishing and went home. Yeah. Um, I just like the So.
0: Here's here's the thing about this case. I'm convinced that the prosecution is from the same law firm as Amber Heard's lawyers.
1: So Cause Tons they, of
0: t- tons of super good lawyers. Because they fixate on things that make no sense and it doesn't matter. And one of them is this fact that only three people between December 23rd and December 27th launched a boat from the marina. Well, yeah,
1: it's fucking like Christmas. Like not right. many people are going fishing or boating on like around Christmas. Like people have things to do. Like I would be more sus. Like I get checking it. Like obviously first you want to make sure that he even went um and then second of all like i get checking because like if he had say okay say he had been there like multiple times in the mm-hmm. days beforehand then i would be a little sus to be like okay it kind of looks like he was scoping out the area planning to like maybe kill her and like dump her body there you know what i mean mm-hmm. and like maybe he brought her with him and ended up killing her or whatever you know what i mean but it's like he just went there once like i would look at that and be like okay cool now let's move on from this like (laughs) yeah it
0: i don't know i they fixate on it and they try to make it seem like it's super suspicious like oh he's one of three people like okay there was two other people then are those two people murderers
1: yeah like
0: like, okay (laughs) cool it was such a it, it annoys me Moving on before I spend like 30 minutes talking about this. Um, So then that takes us to December 28th um, and press coverage ramps up. And I mean, ramps up. Every newspaper is covering this. It's starting to get national attention. Um, They set reward for any information about Lacey at $500,000 and Trimble is brought in. Now, Trimble is... A like I don't really want to call him a cadaver dog. He's a tracking dog. Um and is supposed to track scents, but not like cadavers. Like live scent.
1: If that makes That sense. makes sense. Sense. Okay.
0: So, Trample is brought in and allegedly uh spikes a positive at the dock at the marina for Lacey's scent. However, Multiple issues here. Um, One, (laughs) Tremble doesn't, isn't technically like, she didn't pass. (laughs) Um, Her (laughs) success to failure rate is about 3070, not in her Mm, favor. That's not great. (laughs) Um, And the item that they had her smell was a pair of like Lacey's sunglasses. Which also has Scott sent all over him because I don't know if anybody's ever been in a relationship. Um,
1: but the but you trade back times, and forth on that shit. Yeah.
0: The amount of times that I've asked Drew to go get something for me because I forgot it. One million. <laughs>
1: like, Right. Like even if you aren't like individually both wearing them, which also happens a lot too. Yeah. Like, oh shit, I don't have any sunglasses in the car. Can I borrow yours for a second? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. Even if you're not borrowing them, yeah, you're going to grab them. You're They're in areas where both of you are, like... Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you pick, like... Also, like, usually if you have someone smell something, like a dog, like smell something like that, you want to pick something. First of all, something that they're, like, wearing, like clothing or something that's really, really going to pick up their scent. But you also want to choose, usually... The reason they choose clothing is because fabric holds on to scents really well, Mm -hmm. but hard plastic and glass do not hold on to scents well. So, like, why would you pick sunglasses? Yeah.
0: Well, and, like, it's supposed to be something that solely that person has touched, and there's no chance that anybody else has ever touched it.
1: Right. Like, why wouldn't you go through her dirty clothes and, like, not to be gross or something, but, like, grab a pair of, like, her underwear or, like, something that's really, like... A shirt where it's, like, maybe she's, like, sweating the underarms or something where it's, like, really, really going to hold the scent. And it's going to be strongly, like, just her.
0: Yeah. Ow. Oh, I just hit my elbow. Um, but, yeah. So, the defense ends up tearing this apart. Poor Trimble. She did her best. Um, she tried. But they also point out that it's significantly harder for animals to track a scent if that person has been in a truck or like in a vehicle of any kind. Um so they like it's wasn't supposed to be admissible, but they mentioned it anyway. Um because like it's it's an hour, hour and a half drive. Like unless <laughs> unless she's literally ripping out clumps of her hair and tossing them on the side of the road, her sense not going to travel that far. Not in a truck.
1: Yeah, like no way.
0: Yeah. So they tried to make this seem like it was a whole thing. It really wasn't. Trimble, you did your best. We love you. But it, it wasn't it. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, that's <clears throat> kind of the end of December. Um, they had a, a candlelight vigil for her on New Year's Eve into New Year's Day. Um, and then, like I said, the bodies get found at the marina um, April kind of 13th and 14th of 2003. Uh, and then that's when they kind of really start aggressively looking at Scott. The other reason they start aggressively looking at Scott is because, drum roll, please, he had a mistress. Mmm, <laughs> there it is. So December 30th, um, her name's Amber Frey. She contacts police and she is like, I have had a relationship with Scott for the last like two months now. Um, And the police tell her, "Okay, play dumb. You don't know anything. You don't watch the news. Record your conversations. See if you can get him to own up to something. Um, So she does exactly that. Um, And she keeps, you know, kind of trying to get him to to admit to something and the thing that i hate is that he calls her the night of the vigil and talks to her like Mm, (laughs) mm. yeah like he calls her once in the morning and then he calls her like at four like right before he gets there and then he calls her like at midnight to be like happy new year
1: this sounds like some gone girl shit doesn't it though
0: I'm convinced that Gone Girl is based off of this case, and you cannot convince me otherwise.
1: I mean, honestly, those are the vibes I'm getting so far. I mean, I feel like it's going to have a very... Obviously, has a very different ending, uh, (laughs) because she's actually dead. Um, But it's it's strongly giving
0: me those vibes. Yeah. Um, So January 6th, Scott tells Amber the truth, you know, says he's been lying to her. He has a wife. His wife is missing. Um, And, you know, she... Uh, talks about how like she's gonna you know make their or like she starts kind of saying like she wants to come clean about their affair like she doesn't feel good about it and like the entire time he's like if that's what you feel like you have to do like i understand and like i support it um you know do what you have to do like i have nothing to hide and it was like okay so you know she ends up kind of coming clean and unfortunately <laughs> the media grabs onto this like a dog with a bone and starts ripping him to shreds
1: i'm not Um, surprised at all
0: yeah and that was actually part of the issue with his case was that there was so much media attention um that they ended up not being able to try him in modesto they tried him like a couple cities over um because they just could not find a fair trial and even right like like, everyone's too biased Yeah, and even a couple cities over, I think they said that like 50% of the jurors they pulled said that they like thought he was guilty and you could not convince them otherwise. (laughs) Yeah, so that was kind of part of the issue was that he kind of got tried in the media before he ever even got to trial. Um, And it was a whole thing. So... We're going to take it back a little bit. Um, Part of – I hate this prosecution so much. So part of the prosecution's thing, and they fixated on this so hard, was um, part of his statement was that when he was leaving, he remembers her watching um, Martha Stewart because she loved Martha Stewart, and they were, like, talking about Meringue. So the prosecution pulled the tapes from December 23rd and December 24th. And they were like, oh, you know, she didn't talk about Meringue on the 24th. She talked about it on the 23rd and blah, 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 blah. So he's obviously lying. Um, Which one? I don't know about anybody else. But like Drew definitely has some favorite shows. Um, I don't share the same enthusiasm for them. I could vaguely tell you what was going on, but, like, not definitively. (laughs) Does that make me a liar?
1: (laughs) No, it just means it's something you weren't particularly interested in, so it didn't really stick for you. Right. Uh,
0: Part two of this is, even if you put all of that aside, the defense watched both episodes beginning to end. The prosecution did not. Uh, Do you want to know what happened on the December 24th episode? towards More. the very end like at the like 40 minute marker into the show martha stewart is like oh we've got some egg whites left over let's make meringue because is th- so wait. she talked about it
1: on okay December that's 24. what I was, that's what i thought i was yeah. like okay that's what he said right sorry i was like there were so many details in between that that I just wanted to make sure that I was like, yeah. okay, I know why that's significant. Yes. Okay. that's Yeah.
0: yeah. So, like, th- he was right. Yeah. So, their okay. whole, like, oh, he was lying because of the meringue, it wasn't even true. They didn't even, they couldn't even be bothered to watch the whole episode. They, like, read a plot synopsis. And they're then only, they're, like, like, an hour
1: long anyway. It's like, it's not that hard to just watch it.
0: Right. Like, that was two hours of your time, and you could have learned a nice recipe.
1: And now you can know how to make meringue. Right.
0: So that's part of where their shit falls apart. Um, The other part, (laughs) the other, one of the many other parts. um, So the, not only the Modesto police, but also the FBI did a full forensic sweep of the house and his warehouse. And they found nothing. No evidence of blood, no evidence of a struggle, no evidence of a
1: crime, nothing. There is nothing in the warehouse. So it's warehouse. more likely something happened to her, uh, un- like, not at the house, not at the warehouse. Like, mm-hmm. wait, was her, I don't remember if you said this or not, was her, like, car and stuff home? Like, yeah. Like, her keys and wallet and all that shit? Yep.
0: All of her personal stuff was found at the house.
1: I mean, I see why. I see why that would also, you know, obviously tip them off towards the husband. It's weird though to like have no sign of a struggle, but then like all your stuff is there. Because I was like, oh, well, maybe she like went someplace, and then it well, happened there. But it's like, you wouldn't you bring your stuff with you? Don't you worry.
0: I'm gonna keep tearing
1: this okay. apart. <laughs> okay, I can't wait. Yeah. So there's
0: there's no evidence, no forensic evidence whatsoever. The only forensic evidence in this case. And it wasn't admissible to court, uh, even though the prosecution tried anyway, and it got objected. Uh, was that there was one singular hair found in Scott's truck?
1: Yeah, but- the, his wife yeah. has probably been in his truck before. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: the one singular piece of hair didn't like the mitochondrial DNA did not match that of like Lacey's actual hair. Um so they told them it wasn't they told the prosecution it was not admissible. The um experts like could not definitively say one way or another if it was or wasn't Lacey's. Um because for anybody that doesn't know uh the hair typing, like your D that DNA that definitively says like yes, this is a piece of this person's hair comes from the root. Uh and that's because the root also has, like, skin cells attached to it. Yeah, the the little bulb. shaft of the hair is all in mitochondrial DNA, and it's super, super, super hard to make a match with that.
1: Um, well, also, like, it would be more weird, like, it's more weird that it, it wouldn't match her. Because that's his wife. <laughs> like, even if she wasn't in the car, which realistically, I guarantee you she'd been on that truck at some point. Even if she hadn't, like, he's probably covered, like, his clothes and stuff are probably covered in her hair. If she's anything like me, <laughs> anyone who's ever talked to me for more than two minutes has left with a hair of mine on them. <sighs> <laughs> Same. That's what I was, I'm like, he
0: lived with her and it was her wife, like, her, his, sorry, his wife. I would like, if anything there's at least be... one piece of hair in his truck.
1: Right. Like, if anything, it's weirder for it to be someone else's hair. Like.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and yeah, they tried to bring it up in their opening statement and then it got objected and they were like, told to fuck off. <laughs> not in like way better terms than that. But like I said, it was 3000 pages of transcript, and I'm not. I can't do that to myself again. <laughs> um, no, I don't blame you. It. Oh my gosh, it was so annoying. Anyway, um, so yeah, that was their one, one piece of forensic evidence. That is it, one, one hair.
1: <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous.
0: Yeah. Do you feel the frustration bubbling? Yeah, no, I'm starting to understand. It's it's a slow burn, but once it gets there, it it'll get you. Um. <laughs> so the other. The only thing they found at the warehouse was um, like concrete rings that showed that he had made like an anchor. They found the anchor in his boat. Like he was like, yeah, I got the boat. I didn't have an anchor for the boat. I got some concrete, used it to make an anchor. And they're like, well, where's the rest of the concrete? And he was like, well, it rained a lot and it was super muddy in our driveway. So I patched the holes with concrete. And they were like, oh, likely story. And then the defense lawyers literally took a reporter to the house and showed them the little like concrete bits where they were like, yeah, look, here's the concrete. He poured it in a muddy hole, just like he said he did. And they're like, oh, yeah, look at that. And then they never said anything about it. Ever, ever again. Nobody ever reported The history Crazy. checked out, like, <sighs> I'm just as mad at the media as I am at, like, everybody else in this case. No, I don't blame you. Because, like, there's so many points where the defense, like, literally took individual reporters and was like, hey, um, that shit that you reported, bullshit. Let me literally take you to the house and show you why it's bullshit. And they were like, oh, yeah, look at that. And then they never printed any retractions of any kind.
1: Why is the media always like that, though? Like, I swear to God, like, they only care about something if it, like, pushes forward what the storyline that they've already, like, crafted in their head. But, like, if they find stuff that doesn't support that, they just throw it away. It's like, okay, we just won't talk about that anymore. Yeah. It's
0: ridiculous. Um, So there's that. So would you like to know where Lacey was that morning? Yes. Yes i Kay. really would <laughs> so she did in fact um you know watch martha stewart and then she took the dog for a walk we were, like throughout the neighborhood into the
1: park which is why they were searching the park um and then back. right and also explains why she didn't really have stuff on her because like i know like when i would go to walk like versace or something like i might bring my phone and like yeah. my keys but like i'm probably not and like obviously like a doggy bag but like i'm probably not gonna really bring anything else right and like that's okay so this is part
0: 394 why the prosecution is fucking stupid so they try to make this whole point about how um you know all of her jewelry was found in the house and nothing was missing and um when yeah who wears jewelry to
1: walk their dog
0: yeah and, like, when Scott was asked to give a description of the last time he saw her, it, he was like, oh, she's wearing, like, black pants and a, a white shirt and, like, hat on, like, this diamond necklace that I got her and the matching earrings and her wedding ring. And then like, well, all of that jewelry was found in the jewelry box in the house.
1: Um, it's almost like someone didn't want to go walk with their dog in, like, this super nice outfit with a shit ton of jewelry. Like, right. I'm like, I don't know about any of y'all, but I, I don't wear my best jewelry when I go walk my dog. Especially, like, honestly, like, if I was dressed like that, like, say, I, you know, you know, Versace was still alive and I was going to go take him for a walk and, you know, I got home from work and I'm all decked out and all of my jewelry and shit. um, I would take off all of that jewelry before I would go walk him just because it's like, I mean, I'm super paranoid, obviously, Uh, but, like, it, it gives someone less of a reason to, like, rob you. Yeah. or something like I'm not going to go walk my dog like flaunting di- a bunch of diamond jewelry cuz I'm like I'm going to get fucking jumped. Like I'm yeah. going to take that shit off before I walk my dog. Yeah.
0: Um So there's there's that. Um <laughs> At least 12 witnesses came forward and said that they saw Lacey walking the dog December 24th of 2002 and one of them even gave a timestamp of, like, yeah, it was around 1045. At that point, like, Scott's phone has pinged him, like, halfway to the marina.
1: Right, like, there's no way. Like, even if he had brought her to the marina to kill her or whatever, like, she wouldn't be seen walking her dog all mm-hmm. that distance away. Uh, Do you want to know
0: how many witnesses were followed up with? Zero. Close. Three. They were all followed up by phone call. Not a single follow-up was done in person. None of the witnesses were asked to show the detective where they saw Lacey. Um, Nothing. Literally nothing. And in a press release from December 29th of 2002, they said... And I quote, unfortunately, we have no concrete leads from any tips at this point.
1: So what you're telling me is they wanted, they got a lot of media attention. They had a lot of pressure on them, like on them to solve it. Uh, Mm -hmm. They thought he was a super easy person to pin it on. And they just ran with it and didn't follow up anything else that might lead them in any other different direction. Mm hmm. I fucking hate, honestly, honestly, I would rather it just never be solved. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, don't just pick a random person to ruin their life for no reason. Like, just don't solve it then. Let it be a fucking cold case. Like, I mean, obviously you should follow it up and you should do the proper procedures and actually try to find the person. But like, if you're too fucking lazy to do that. Don't just pick a random person to pin it on. Right. Right. Like, I get it. Husbands kill a lot of wives, but also not every single person who's ever been killed was killed by their husband. Like, there are plenty of people who are killed by other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Um, (laughs) Doesn't it? It just keeps getting worse, right? Just keeps bubbling. I love it. Yeah. yeah. It keeps getting great. Um so <laughs> another point the prosecution tried to make was that he bought this boat spur of the moment and nobody knew about it. Um and like all of this stuff. Um Scott had bought and sold three boats in his adult life. So like this was not a new thing for him. Um his family knew about the boat. Because, you know, he talked to them about it. Lacey knew about the boat. And, um, like, his assistant that works with him at the warehouse testified to that. Because she was there on December 23rd. Because she stopped by in the middle of her errands to, like, use the bathroom super quick. And the boat's in the fucking warehouse. But, like, the prosecution trying to paint this picture that nobody knew about the boat. And it was super sketchy. And he was lying to everybody about it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah you just just Mm -hmm. keep deep sighing it just Mm. it doesn't get any better
1: (laughs) I just like I feel like I'm just spiraling into uh, existential dread like I do on a daily basis living in America (laughs) because it's just like honestly at this point like I hear shit like this and I'm just like why Like, why do we even have a court system? Why do we even have cops? Like, why do we even... Why? Because clearly, they fuck it up all the time. And, like, we only talk about when they fuck it up on a big level, like, with murderers. But, like, this shit happens every fucking day all across the U.S. with much more minor charges than murder. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we are probably talking about the literally, like, the 0.0001% of the times that this happens. hmm Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> God damn uh, Don't you worry. It keeps getting
0: worse. I, okay, we're going to sidebar for, like, just a second. I think my biggest pet peeve, one of them, is that I had to read through, like, what had to have been at least 30 minutes worth of questioning from the prosecution to her sister about mm-hmm. her pants
1: her pants why are the
0: pants so important the, i don't know but it was it like it had to have been at least 30 minutes worth of questioning about pants pants and then they asked her mom the same line of fucking questioning i'm like why why are we so fixated on her pants move on ask them right, something like- important like, I don't know. I get it.
1: Go. <laughs> like, even I, if you need to ask about it, like, ask, about, ask a handful of questions. That doesn't take very long. Like, you don't need to talk about it for 30 minutes. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, like,
0: do what the defense did and ask them, like, I don't know, personality questions. You know, like, was Scott ever... Uh, verbally abusive did he ever yell um did you feel safe with him you know those lines of questions not 30 minutes about pants you don't want to talk about pants (laughs) we don't talk about pants (laughs) Uh, it it makes me so mad i will never stop being mad about the fucking pants. <laughs> like ever, <laughs> literally ever. I don't blame you. <clears throat> <laughs> well, especially as like they like they tried to use that as another point of like, oh, he's lying because he said that he saw her in black pants, but like they found her with beige pants because nobody's ever changed their pants before.
1: Right, like, no one's ever... Because it sounds like, too, like, she was wearing all this jewelry and all of that stuff. Um, And it sounds like she was dressed... Not, like, dressed to kill, but it sounds like she was dressed, like, decently nice. Yeah. You know what I mean? And she probably just was like, I do not need all of this to go on a walk. And, like, went and changed and put, like, comfy clothes on or something. Like, that's pretty standard. (laughs) Crazy how that works. I literally change my... I, okay, and I know I change more than I feel like most people do. Uh, but, like, on an average day, I'll wear three to four different outfits. Like, genuinely. Like, I'm wearing whatever I wear. You know, whatever I, like, slept in. And then I'll usually wear some kind of, like, slobby clothes in the morning when I'm being lazy and, like, getting ready and shit. And then I'll put on a nice outfit. But then if I, like, go out in my nice outfit and come home, I'm probably going to put on something different when I come home. And then at night, I'm going to put on comfy clothes again before I go to bed. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I change all the time. Like, it's not unreasonable. Uh, As somebody who has her on Snapchat, can confirm. (laughs) And same with my jewelry. Well, because I work at a jewelry store now. Like, and when I get home, like, the first thing I do is I take off my jewelry, because there's no reason for me to be wearing it when I'm at home. Like, all I'm doing is adding wear and tear to it for no reason. Yeah. So, like, even that, like, taking on and off all of my jewelry, I do that at least once or twice a day. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so ridiculous.
0: So fucking ridiculous. And, like, like I said, that's they, – they have no evidence at all whatsoever whatsoever like
1: like literally none literally like literally zero
0: (laughs) like there's witnesses that saw her alive long after she left or like he left um like it just (laughs) blows my mind um and they part of their crap too was they were trying to like paint this picture that Um, he, you know, didn't want to be with her anymore and he didn't want to, um, be a dad. And so he was going to kill her and dispose of them and then like live his life with Amber. Um, which like, yeah, did you cheat on your wife? 100%. Like he was never like, no, I never did that. Like he was very upfront about that through the entire thing. And he was like, yeah, I I cheated on her, and that sucks, but, like,
1: that doesn't make you a murderer. Right, like, I mean, don't get me wrong, like, obviously, there's plenty of shitty dudes out there that do murder their, you know, significant others and stuff. But, like, you can be shitty and cheat on someone and not murder them. Like, I know plenty of people in my life who have been cheated on or have cheated on somebody, and I can tell you that none of them have probably murdered... Like, none of them that I know of have murdered anybody. I mean, maybe they could just be good at it. But, like, as far as I'm aware. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, it's so ridiculous. And they tried to, like, paint this whole picture, too, that, like, he didn't want to be a dad. And it was, like, he hand-built everything in Connor's nursery and designed it and made it, like, nautical theme, which was also a point that dis- um the... Defense made. Um Guys. Right, like, clearly
1: he's into boating. Clearly yeah. he's into fishing. Like, I mean, he made the whole fucking nursery, like, nautical themed. Yeah. Like, exactly. so it's not weird for him to go to the marina. It's not really that weird for him to go fishing. Like, it's clearly something he's interested in. Yeah. Exactly. E- exactly.
0: Um. <laughs> so, yeah. There's... <sighs> it it was a whole shit show um like i said they found him guilty on literally and, and so that was why i found the court transcripts right because i was like i watched the documentary and i was like why how how did these people find him guilty and felt comfortable sending him like to the death sentence yeah literally i was wondering that too like how how So I read through everything in this fucking transcript and there's nothing. I am not convinced. I'm literally not convinced. There's no evidence. There's no way he could have done it. He literally has an alibi.
1: Like what? What? This shit like when shit like this happens, it like genuinely makes me not that I ever like commit crimes or anything, but like it makes me so nervous because like I'm neither did he. Yeah. Like. And I can't imagine how that would feel, too. Like, knowing full well that you did nothing wrong. And then you also have to deal with your wife being dead. Your wife and child that you were clearly in love with and, like, very excited to have. Because um, I've met deadbeat dads, let me tell you. And they don't hand make everything for their son's nursery. They don't. Yeah. They, they just don't. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I can't imagine having to grieve and wonder, like, who the fuck killed my wife? Who the fuck killed my baby? Are they ever going to be caught? And then it's like... And then your her life is ruined. And, like, you just spend the rest of your life in fucking prison. Like, for no reason. And, like, this shit happens all the time. Yeah. Um, And, like, that...
0: I don't, it just makes me so mad. So mad. <sighs> um, Do you want to it even matter because I'm not done
1: sure okay
0: so like I said there's all these sightings of her um, but there's a couple of witnesses that I specifically want to talk about because right across the street from their house the same day around the same fucking time that she goes missing there's a robbery in the house across the street
1: So, there's clearly already someone in the area committing crimes.
0: hmm And there was, like, witnesses that said that they, like, saw her be like, hey, what are you
1: doing? Like, she confronted them. That's an important fun fact. Mm-hmm. So, there's,
0: there's three witnesses that, like, pissed me off because they never got a call back and it was never followed up. The first one was from a female hospital employee who like worked in the hospital across the road from the park that called in and said that she saw two men yelling at a pregnant woman who was walking a dog. They never followed up with her. Um, Sorry. Uh, The
1: second one was... Oh my God. Sorry. I don't mean to interrupt, but I just realized what happened to the dog oh the dog's fine oh my god okay i just realized i was like oh no oh no
0: (laughs) Yeah. uh one of the neighbors like found the dog walking around like with its leash on in front of the house and so she just like put it in their backyard like behind the fence for them
1: got it okay okay i (laughs) fine the dog
0: (laughs) the dog's fine um a second tip came from a retired reserve officer who described seeing a pregnant woman being shoved into the back of a van less than half a mile from Scott and Lacey's house. He made multiple attempts to contact the Modesto PD and they never called him back.
1: I'm not even sure at this point if this is like national like they're having national pressure and they're just trying to find somebody to just take the blame or if they genuinely like did Scott piss them off somehow like like what it like you know what I mean like this feels like almost like a vendetta at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah uh and then like you're not even gonna send just one detective to look on that like (laughs) it keeps getting worse don't you worry oh my
0: god Uh, (laughs) the last one uh comes from lieutenant aponte i think uh who worked in the california prison And he called the Modesto police because he was listening to, like, the monitored phone lines with the inmates. And one of the inmates has a brother who lives in Modesto. And on a recorded phone line, the brother told the inmate that Lacey had confronted the people that were robbing the house across the street from where she lived. And the, the fucking tape went missing. They never followed up on it and that nobody
1: can find this fucking tape now. I genuinely don't think I've ever been angrier at the police. Like genuinely like this, th- this, this is it. This is the, this is number one. Mm-hmm. I can't uh, like Regardless of, you know, what people believe about the afterlife or this or that. Like, if there is an afterlife, like, she is one of the people I feel the worst for. Like, can you imagine passing away in this obviously horrible way, which is already bad enough. And then having to watch as the people who did it go totally free. No, no one even looks for them. And instead they arrest your husband who clearly, like, I mean, I guess I don't know how their relationship was, but it sounds like it was good. But, like, he clearly at least, like, very much loved his son and, like, was excited about his son coming. You know what I mean? Like, I can't think of anything more heartbreaking.
0: Do do you want to get even (laughs) madder? So... The documentary mentions this as kind of like an offhand thing, and I decided to look into it because I was super curious. Um, In that area of California during that time period, there is a string of missing pregnant women. Uh, And they include Evelyn Hernandez, uh, who was eight months pregnant and found in the San Francisco Bay. Um, Ange- uh, Angelina Evans, eight months pregnant, disappeared from Sacramento in 2001. Uh, Consuelo Lamelli, eight months pregnant, last seen May 3rd of 2002. Uh, Guadalupe Arias, eight months pregnant, last seen november 26 2001 uh jeanette gomez uh espalita eight months pregnant last seen november 17th of 1998 do you, do you are you picking up what i'm putting down
1: <laughs> i want oh i'm picking it up
0: <laughs> do you see why i'm so fucking mad about this case
1: welcome to my hill i'm so glad i'm laying on the floor (laughs) because first of all i need to be prone for this discussion (laughs) second of all i have a pillow that i can conveniently scream into (laughs) i'm so sorry so we're doing another episode about these these murdered pregnant women and and putting all that together, right?
0: Sure. <laughs> we absolutely can. Keep getting angrier. Um, <laughs> so, so uh, do you remember her- earlier how I mentioned that he got arrested because he was, like, quote, unquote, trying to flee? Yep. <clears throat> okay. So, um, to the surprise of uh, literally nobody who's been paying attention at this point, uh, that's all bullshit. I had a feeling. Yeah. So... The day he got arrested was Good Friday, um, and him and his family were supposed to go golfing, um, you know, kind of try to spend some time together, um, establish some sort of normalcy. Um, So he left the house at around 7 a.m., started heading to Ocean Beach to go golfing, um, and he noticed that he was being followed. So he went to his brother's house, um, picked up like the his brother's driver's license to use at the course which i don't quite understand um oh no 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 sorry um yeah he picked up the his brother's driver's license um because san diego residents got a discounted like golfing fee
1: oh gotcha gotcha
0: um and him and his brother like look a lot alike so it's fine (laughs) um Uh, no, that makes
1: perfect sense. I've I've done the same thing, uh, like going to the DIA.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I've done that with tons of people. <laughs> um,
1: so, oh, also, for those who don't know, the DIA is a big museum in. It's like an art museum in Detroit, and if you live in the area, you get in for free. So. Yeah. Um. So he leaves his brother's house. He calls his brother, and he's like, "Hey, I
0: don't think I'm gonna." like be able to make it i'm being followed um and he thought it was the media so he was like i'm gonna take them on this goose chase you know see if
1: i can yeah, get rid of them also i'm sure he's used to being followed by fucking paparazzi and reporters and shit all the time at this point
0: yeah um so he tries to kind of lose him takes them on this whole goose chase um like basically drives um, what was it, uh, like 160 miles in like a four-hour circle <laughs> and is being followed the whole time. Apparently, the there were unmarked bad. cop cars. Um, So they, the prosecu- prosecution tried to paint this as like, oh, he was evading police and he was like, no, I just noticed that I was being followed and I hated it, so
1: Right. Because also on top of that, it's like, well, I'm I might even yeah, like not even assume it's the police. I'm probably going to assume it's paparazzi or reporters or honestly, like I might even think because like my wife and child did get murdered Mm -hmm. or at least at this point, they're like missing or whatever. You know what I mean? I'm like, what if those people are coming back for me? Like I would be like, just like, oh, my God, someone's following me. I wouldn't necessarily be like, oh, it's the police, especially because they weren't in a fucking cop car. Yeah. Um <clears throat> so <laughs> the
0: media fucking ran with this. So he got arrested in San Diego. Um for anybody who doesn't know, San Diego County borders Mexico. Um and all of the news headlines put it as oh, he's arrested 30 miles from the Mexican border.
1: But I I've been to San Diego. It's like it just happens to be close to the like yeah Uh.
0: yep um so they also like talk about his appearance um so between december 24th and april 18th um his family said that he lost like 20 pounds Um, wow i
1: wonder why yeah couldn't be stressed (laughs) couldn't
0: couldn't possibly be stressed um And then they tried to make this huge thing about how he bleached his hair so his hair was lighter and he grew a beard, he grew a goatee, and he bleached his hair to try to look semi-unrecognizable because he was being followed by the media on a regular basis.
1: Also, just regardless, people are allowed to change their hair. Like, it doesn't mean they're suspicious. I could go to the salon right after we record this and dye my hair black. It doesn't mean I'm trying to hide out and look unrecognizable. It just means I was bored like
0: mm-hmm. yeah, um, and then the other thing the prosecution like okay, here's here's the thing. This is all stuff from the court transcript. This was all stuff that was testified to in court. and they still found him guilty. But anyway, we're moving on. So literally big, how? I don't know. Um, so another big thing the prosecution tried to fixate on was the cash. So when he was arrested, he had about $14,400 in cash with him. Now, bear with me because this is all stuff his family testified to. And it it's a little it's a it's a it's a thing, but it's going to make sense why he had this money on him. So. Okay. <laughs> um, his mom jackie was going to loan his brother money to buy out scott in the business so on april 8th she went to the bank to withdraw ten thousand dollars from an old account that she rarely used um she didn't know her account number so she gave them her social security number to look it up what she didn't know was that she was listed on Scott and Lacey's checking account as well because she helped him open it in 1991. When they got married, um, he put Lacey on the account, but he never took his mom off of it. Okay. So when they used her social, it pulled up that account. So they gave her $10,000 from Scott's checking account. And Mm,
1: the prosecution
0: fucking submitted the receipt as like, part of the exhibit and i was like okay what the fuck ever (laughs) so his mom paid scott eight thousand dollars cash um for like his part and she like paid him cash so he could better negotiate um because he was trying to get a different car because again He's being followed by literally Constantly. everybody. So he's like, I'm going to get a new car. Okay. So April 12th, he gets a Mercedes from some guy, pays him with $3,600 bills, which leaves $4,400 with me so far? Yes. Okay. So he discovers the $10,000 withdrawal from his bank account. And he sees that the ticket signed by his mom. So he calls her. Um, and she goes, oh, shit. She goes to the bank. um, withdraws 10,000 from the correct account and gives it to Scott so that it replaces what she took out of his account. You know, might be there's a whole right. lot of so, fuck up.
1: <clears throat> right. So it's like he's getting paid back because he accidentally got paid his own money yeah. for the business. Yeah. And so he has the money that she accidentally took out and the money that he actually got paid for the business.
0: Yeah. Cool. So now he has $14,400 in cash on him. And then he gets arrested <laughs> because he hadn't deposited the money yet. <laughs>
1: mm. <laughs> I did that so hard I cough. <laughs> I broke my throat.
0: So while you die, I, I'm gonna keep talking. Uh the other part of this, and the prosecution again tried to like fucking pile drive this, was that he had quote unquote foreign currency with him when he was arrested. Um, they were pesos because he did business in Mexico because he had a fertilizer business. Uh the He had two pesos on him. Two. Two? That's like three cents. Well, like two two bills. Sorry. Oh, okay. Still, it's like $2. One bill is is 50 pesos and the other bill is 20 pesos, which in 2003 is roughly $6.40. I know. It's shocking.
1: Wow, $6.00. <laughs> Crazy. What a runaway.
0: <laughs> like, what are you going to run away to Mexico with six fucking pesos? Or I'm sorry,
1: 70 pesos. Right, like, good luck. <laughs> Maybe you can get some McDonald's right. for lunch with that when you get to Mexico, but that's about
0: it. And again, this is testimony this is on a court transcript and people listen to this and we're like nah don't buy it he's still guilty how i do i just don't
1: understand i know i know like it, genuine like it just doesn't make any sense to me it continues to not make
0: sense like it just, it doesn't get any better, ever. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, so um, that's everything. That's, you know, the prosecution's whole case was that, you know, he tried to flee. He had money. He lied all the time. He was having a um, an affair.
1: Um. <laughs> so they didn't have a case. Is no. What you're no. Telling. They had no case.
0: No, they didn't.
1: Wow, I I can't even process how much I fucking hate this. Mm-hmm. Like the. Hold, please. The overwhelming. <laughs> the overwhelming. <clears throat> like. I don't even have a word for it. I, I can't even. Oh my God. I hate it. I hate it so much. The incompetence. The incompetence. Mm -hmm. the willful ignorance the like just do your fucking job if you don't want to be a cop and you don't want to i don't know literally do your only job description which is investigate crimes then why are you why why are you part of the police like you literally have one job Your job is to investigate the crimes that come. But, like, this wasn't an investigation. Like, there was no investigating. They just cherry-picked. They did a little guess who. And were like, oh, yeah, Scott. Yeah, sure. Scott. Yeah, okay. That sounds right. And then every evidence is like, no, you're not right. And they're just like, no. Yeah, it feels right. So, scott gives us the
0: vibe i have some good news and i have some bad news no okay so the good news is that he did submit an appeal and i see better uh september 22nd uh 2021 so like this was recent uh they removed the death sentence from his sentence so that's
1: good but, but why did he serve any fucking time at all? In a it was nineteen years later. Seven. Well, to oh, two thousand four. But
0: I was thinking two thousand two. But in 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 a seven to zero decision, they still upheld his first degree mur- murder charge of Lacey and a second degree murder charge of Connor. So he is now si- sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. <sighs>
1: It's frustrating because it's like, normally, normally, if something like that happened in a case that we covered, I would just be like, okay, well, maybe there's just some details that are in, in the court transcripts that are in these, like, more co- confidential documents or whatever that no. I just don't have access to. You know what I mean? But this is not the case. No, I have like, access that's... to all 3,300 fucking pages
0: and there's nothing.
1: Like, there, it. The
0: only thing Scott Peterson is guilty of, and I will stand by this, is having an affair. But having an yeah, affair does not make you a murderer. It just makes you a shit
1: like a shitty person. A shitty partner. Right.
0: Like, I'm sorry. If if this ever comes to your attention, Scott Peterson, I'm sorry. You're shitty for cheating on your eight-month pregnant wife. I'm sorry. I said it.
1: Yeah, that's, that's shitty. shitty. That's shitty. You shouldn't have done that. It doesn't make you a murderer, um, though. It doesn't make you a murderer. And honestly, on top of that. It also doesn't mean that he loved his son any less. Yeah. Or was any less excited for his son to come either.
0: Right. Like, he was obviously very excited about Connor. He hand-built that whole nursery.
1: And it also, it's he w- had just very, very recently started having an affair. Yeah. Like, it would have been maybe, what, two months, you said? Yeah. They've Not that that on- makes it any better, like, a short affair versus a long affair. But clearly, this was something, like very recent like a very recent change like yeah you know what i mean like they pregnancy had... not an excuse but present pregnancy is hard yeah. it, it's hard for couples
0: you know they had been on four dates
1: total mm, but like it's still cheating <laughs> obviously i still consider that cheating but like like i said like pregnancy is difficult that's not an excuse obviously don't fucking cheat on your significant other but like it's welcome welcome (laughs) it just makes me so upset and it makes me so upset too because this shit like it's so easily like falls to the wayside where it's like okay we have people out here like fucking kanye and drake doing free larry hoover concerts which I'm not, this is not an attack on Larry Hoover, but I've looked into that. Cause like when that, all that shit came out, I was like, I, who the fuck is Larry Hoover? And like, why do we want him out of prison? And I looked it up and he did that shit. <gasps> like you can want him out of prison, but he did that shit. Like he did what he went to prison for and he freely admits he did what he went to prison for. So I don't, you know, whatever people can want to free him or not, but like he did that shit. Where it's like but then you have cases like this where it's like this man did nothing. He Literally did nothing. nothing. Like nothing at all. But like no one no one gives a shit about that. No one's where where's the free Scott Peterson concert? Like uh, <laughs> I hate America. I hate it here so much.
0: <laughs> Dude, I like I have his prisoner information and I have like half a mind to write him a letter and be like, hey, I'm from a true crime podcast and I found your case and I just did it. Like, can we write a joint
1: it. letter? Yeah.
0: I, I just want to tell him like, I don't think you did it, my guy.
1: <laughs> right. Like, I want you to just know, like, and I'm sure other people have written him in the past and this and that, but like This man's been in prison for a long fucking time and clearly is not getting out. Like, I'm sure he would be comforted by knowing more people out there on his side. Yeah. Like, do I think he's the most amazing person in the world? No. Of course not. Like, he cheated on his 8th month pregnant wife. Like, that's super shitty. I'm sure he has other problems. I don't know what he was like in his relationships. I don't know what you know what I mean he's like as a person. But None of that matters because cool. when it comes down to it, the trial is just, did he kill them? And the answer is no, no. I uh, don't care what he's like as a person. Like as long as he didn't commit this crime, that's all that matters. Well, and that's the thing too, is like Lacey's sister testified that
0: like, like her testimony makes him sound like a good dude. Like she said that he never yelled. He was never like verbally or like aggressively or um, physically abusive. Like, he was a super sweet person. Like, he was the last person she would ever expect to hurt somebody. Um, like, she never felt unsafe in his presence. Like, she said he was a good dude. Like, you just made a mistake. But that doesn't make right. you a murderer. And sisters
1: are, like, watching out for that shit. Oh, Like a hawk. Like, I feel like it's rarer to hear a sibling talk about how great their sibling's significant other is than it is to hear them talk about how bad they are. Hmm. Like, wow, wow! I did not think I could get this angry. I'm like literally like sweaty and like shaking a little bit. I'm like so frustrated right now. Do you? I need to like go outside and touch grass. (laughs) Jesus. Do we need to close this? please
0: for the love of god so you guys know the drill our beacons page has all of our links on it um and stay spooky but not so spooky that you can uh that you convict a man of murder and sentence him to the death penalty with no physical evidence and the prosecution could provide no motive or even state how or when he did it or anything like that not that spooky okay guys
1: yeah, keep it spooky, um, but not so spooky that you literally cannot do the one job you get paid to do. You have one task. Literally one task. How fucking pathetic are you? Uh,
0: stay spooky, but not so spooky that you try a man in the media and make it nearly impossible to ha- for him to have a fair trial.
1: Keep it spooky, but not so spooky that two fucking white girls with a goddamn podcast <laughs> care more about doing your job right than you do. Stay- like, run me my fucking salary, please.
0: Stay spooky, but not so spooky that your ego's too big to print a retraction when you're wrong.
1: And the thing is, they I have seen in my own lifetime plenty of cases like this get media attention Mm -hmm. and at first they think you know oh it's we're looking into this suspect or whatever and then and then they're like we got more information that person's been cleared we're now pursuing this direction that's normal i expect that like when you look at a case yes i would expect you to look at the husband first of course i would expect you to look at the husband first that's fine
0: but when he has but a when, whole ass alibi and no motive and no,
1: and everything evidence, he says lines up, yeah. Move and on. then you get in tips, seeing men accosting her, seeing men shove her into a vehicle, like, like even if you wanted to connect the husband somehow later and be like, oh, maybe he paid them to do that or something, then yeah, whatever. Look at that later on. But it's clear he didn't physically physically with his own two hands commit the murder it was physically impossible for him to have done it and it's like you could just clear him and move on it's not like anyone would have been like oh well uh they're not doing their jobs they would have been like oh yeah that makes sense that's literally what the police are supposed to be doing
0: uh Stay spooky, but not so spooky that you don't think that the disappearance of an eight-month pregnant woman has nothing to do with the six other eight-month pregnant women that went dis- that went missing around the same time in the same area.
1: Yeah, like I don't even want to delve too deep into that right now because <laughs> I want to. Like that is that is going to be its own. That can be a joy episode. We can do that shit together. It's been a, it's been a minute since we did one of those. I'll like send we you can names. do that shit, please. <laughs> Yeah, because if I have to do your fucking job for you, Modesto, I will do your job for you. And you know what? I'll do a hell of a lot better job. So, yeah, just DM me. I'll send you my address and you can send me a check. I'm so I'm so angry. I'm so
0: sorry. I'm just laughing because this is where I've been
1: for the last, like, three weeks. Oh, my God. I'm like... Literally, I'm literally going to have to go outside and, like, take a walk after this. Because was... I'm, like, so frustrated. <laughs> I was screaming at the
0: TV. And then, like, when I found the court transcripts, Drew would talk to, like, check on me every now and again. Be like, how are you doing? I would just be like, ah! <laughs> and he'd be like, okay, you're doing great. And then he
1: would just, like, leave me
0: alone.
1: Yeah, I don't blame him. <laughs> I would have ran the other direction. <laughs> also what was, what was the name of the do you remember the name of the documentary? Uh, I think it was just the murder of Lacey Peterson. It's on Hulu. okay, bet because I'm also gonna watch that, and I'm sure other people are gonna want to watch it after this Get even matter i mm-hmm.
0: yep yeah. um I I'll, um, get... I'll put in the link tree to the family's like website that they made. Um, Because it has, like, a nice little compiled, um, like, all of the information, um, kind of, like, the pictures that go with all of the things, um, a Dropbox link to the 3,300 fucking pages, uh, if anybody else wants to do that to themselves.
1: I do. Uh,
0: (laughs) So I'll, I'll put the link in our link tree for anybody who wants to torture themselves like I did.
1: Um, so yeah, follow look at our beacons page, follow us on all of the things. Um, I'm also just going to throw out there, even though this is going to be a little bit delayed, but, um, I did post today. So when you hear this, it'll be like two weeks from now, but <laughs> I did it today. Um, I posted the toy box killer tapes, um, on our Patreon. Uh, that episode ended up being quite long thought it was gonna be a bitch bite but it was actually like an hour and 15 minutes (laughs) so there is that if y'all want to listen to that and hate your entire existence even more yeah listen to me have a mental
0: breakdown for like an hour and a half trying to read through those fucking tapes
1: so (laughs) there's that oh my god i'm so angry